and we are back with yet another episode of The Journey There with your host, Carla Chua. And this week, I am finally healed from my wisdom teeth surgery. Well, not really. Parang, um, my mouth is still, like, it's still hard for me to open my mouth. But essentially, guys, um, if you haven't been keeping up with the podcast, which is really weird if you this is the first podcast you'll be listening to. But if, you, if it is, hey, what's up? Um... Essentially, for the past few weeks, I have been preparing for this surgery, or like mentally and like podcastly, because <laughs> um I don't know I was expecting the healing time of the surgery to be really really bad. Um, basically, what happened was that I have four impacted molars or wisdom teeth, and they took out the bottom both of the bottom ones already. Um. And then next time, I don't know when yet, probably in the summertime, um, I'll be taking out the ones on the two on the top. So that's what happened. That's what's going to happen. Uh the heal honestly, the mm, the surgery itself wasn't that bad. I wouldn't I would say that like my pain tolerance I really wouldn't know how good my pain tolerance is, but like generally the most the quote-unquote most painful part should be the anesthesia part when they're putting it in the because you still don't have numbing anything numbing agents for your face but like even that part didn't hurt for me i don't know if it's because my dentist was really really good or if i just don't feel anything i don't know even when i got my tat i was like what? like it wasn't as bad as i thought it was gonna be but granted when i did when i did get my tat um my friend psyched me up super duper badly like he was like saying it's like a big needle going through your skin cutting it like imagine a knife going through your body like that's not how it that's not how it feels like to get a tattoo guys i'm telling you it genuinely just feels like a g-tech like like being pressed down kind of hard on your skin but that's not really that painful if you think about it or maybe it's just not that painful for me because my pain tolerance is okay i really wouldn't know but like to help you gauge how good my pain tolerance is i hate to brag but like when i get headaches i don't drink medicine what a flex i guess i wouldn't know honestly because like i never i didn't grow up um my parents didn't believe in like medicine for that kind of thing like my mom is this is such a funny little anecdote but like my mom always said that the pain your your pain is all in the mind like if you just don't think about it then it's not there so like with headaches i'd be like i want medicine i want medicine and if you didn't know if you take too much I don't know if it's medicine in general or what specific medicine see i'm not don't quote me on this but like my doctor mom said that if I take too much medicine, it's going to be bad for my liver. And eventually, it won't... Well, my liver will... It'll, it'll do stuff to my liver, okay? And also, it might like... I don't know if this is real or not. But like I always thought that if I take a lot of medicine for some certain thing, um, my dosage will keep getting higher and higher. So if I make my body used to the pain... I don't know. Huh? If I make my body used to the medicine kasi, the more um, my body will resist it the next time. So as much as possible, I avoid painkillers as much as possible. Did I say that twice? I wouldn't know. I kind of have a headache right now as we speak and I did not take pain meds for it. And I'm just kind of powering through it. 
I was asking my mom a while ago as well. I was like, should I should I still work today? Because I'm recording this on a Sunday. I was like, mom, should I work? It's a Sunday. And if you don't know, guys, I don't have this. I don't have that culture of rest um, on Sundays. It's weird. Like, I generally find it odd when I see my friends who have, like, super-duper busy weeks coming up. Like, for example, tomorrow is Monday and they have, a like, a lot of backlog. They'll still choose to rest on a Sunday. For me, it's like, what are you doing? Just get to your work already. Like, you have a whole day. You're, you have a whole 24 hours to, to kind of lessen your backlog, but instead they choose to rest. And I was like, huh? But I guess I do like their, you know, their practice more than I like mine because I clearly do not take care of myself well enough. So I guess I've been trying. No, I haven't. I haven't been trying. But like, I want to start resting on Sundays, like actually resting on Sundays. Um, I have a lot of backlog for the next week and I haven't. Well, I tried to get through it. I tried to advance it. I have been advancing my work so that I don't die too much. But like, to be real with you, it's really, really bad. It's really, really heavy. And I wasn't, I was debating whether I was going to upload a podcast episode for this week because I was like, well, I'm gonna die. But like, might as well recount to you a really good week that I had because why not, you know? Um, Essentially... This I have, I feel like my my podcast is always so heavy, you know what I mean? But like with that, everyone thinks that I'm so deep all the time and I'm not. Like if you really know me as a person, I'm really not that deep. Like I think that obviously you can't get a whole um I you can't get your whole idea of me just from this podcast and i hope you guys know that as well although this is a very real and raw part of me it's not everything about me like i i could be showing you like my super deep and like um introspective side but i also have a really really babao side as well and i think that there have been a lot of people who have said well not directly to me but to my friends who had told me that Huh? Does that make sense? Basta, I heard it from a friend that there are people who are starting to get intimidated by me because they're like, oh my god, she thinks so deeply all the time. Like, she has a freaking podcast. Like, how am I supposed to, like, compare it to her? Like, guys, what? Like, I am, I literally have no thoughts. My head is empty right now. I'm really trying as much as possible. Hopefully, to make this episode specifically an easy listen. Because, okay, like, my friend, my best friend, um, he he rec- he like recommended me an a podcast episode of like his other friends, like my batch. I don't know. There are other people who have podcasts as well. Um, shocking, but like there's this one podcast episode that was like a pretty quote unquote easy listen, and I was like, what the hell is an easy listen though? Like. Oh my gosh, is my podcast so heavy? Like, do people not want to listen to it sometimes? Because I get into moods as well, you know? Like, when you want to be lutang, you listen to a different kind of podcast. Or you listen to, like, an, a podcast that's, like, major, like, just chica. But, like, mine are, like, super 
deep thoughts emotional whatever and it's like oh my gosh so does that mean that like less people want to listen to it because not everyone's always in a deep mood or am i attracting the people that i vibe with talaga because they're as introspective as i am you know what i'm saying like what's the vibe what's the move here am i going to like keep deep talking so that deep deep people will continue to listen to me and like eventually want to be around me or like am i going to want to be a little bit of an easier listen and i think that just goes to show how much of a people pleaser i am because it's like wow i can't i can't please everybody but i still want to please everybody so it's like what do you want to do with that Kyle? and like i guess being a business being a management student you kind of learn that you have to stick to one branding you have to stick to one like one style one niche you know but like the people pleaser in me is like no i can do everything like i can it's fine it's, it's, it's I'll, I'll just adjust to everyone like no no worries there like it's fine but um yeah whatever in uh, what do you call it in favor of my people pleasing tendencies not really i don't really know but yeah i guess in favor of my people pleasing tendencies for this one i'm going to try to be a little bit lighter because i think all of us need a little bit of a breather um i don't know about you guys but like it's been such a heavy month right it's only been like what 15 16 days 17 i don't know what day this is coming out but like it's been a couple it's been a heavy couple of weeks or months depending on how you do in homie like please i hope you're resting but like I just don't want to make every single moment a heavy one for you, especially because I myself am avoiding heavy talks right now. Um, not really, not necessarily. Honestly, I'll get to that. I'll get to that in a bit. I'll recount my whole week to you guys. But it, like, there are times. There was a specific moment last week where I was in a particularly scenty mood. I didn't feel like talking, but I felt like listening to someone else. So I went on a specific podcast that was pretty reflective. And I was like, oh my gosh, do people do this to me as well? Like, whoa, crazy. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's nice to think that maybe there's someone out there who like, if they're feeling like reflecting, they would go to me. But at the same time, I also want people to go to me for a good time. You know what I mean? There's this i always have this icebreaker question with people well if you know me well enough um i ask you what i don't ask you fuck mary kill do you know if you don't know that like i don't know anymore my demographic at this point because it's starting to get older like where are you guys coming from man like what the hell <laughs> like see this is why i think that it's getting heavier it's like oh my gosh am i attracting old people or something <laughs> i don't know anyway but like if you don't know the game fuck mary kill basically you're supposed to pick like who would you have sex like you're gonna give three options to the person you would um ask them who would you have who would you like to have sex with within the options um who would you choose to marry and then who would you choose to kill and i don't ask them i don't give them options i ask them which option would you like to be like which option would you prefer because for me i think that's how you know how you get a feel of a person because like are they serious do they want to get married or is it like are they a little bit like 
not okay if they choose to be killed or would they be like um i don't know like little scandy and say fuck like for me that's the way i judge people not really judge people but get a sense of who they are because um yun nga, if you if i ask you which would you be fmk and they say i want to be i want to be the married option for me it gives me that vibe na oh you're you're a good girl or you're a good boy you're a good person you're wholesome or at least you want to be you're ready to be tied down you take things seriously you like you have you like to commit and you are hmm I guess you're more of a sweet person. That's how I see Mary. Um, the way I see Kill is kind of like if you're gonna make the joke, like yeah, I'll be Kill, like I, like kill me and stuff like that. It's kind of funny. I think you're a little bit funny. You don't take yourself that seriously. Um, but it's very rare for me to get like like be at be answered with Kill because like that's a really morbid joke and like I laugh at it. Yeah, it's funny to me. It really, really is funny to me. But like. Um, that's also because I have I'm not okay, <laughs> so like I'd vibe them, but like I guess kill is more of a interesting choice because they want to be different. They're like a like oh I'm not like other girls type of vibe, but not they're like actually not like other girls. If they pick kill, because it's like oh damn like whoa. Anyway, moving on to fuck. Um, I think fuck is more of like a, I think you don't give a fuck about who, what people think about you. I think you're daring. I think you're badass. I think you're someone who I respect. Wow. It's weird, right? Like you would think that Mary would be that person for me. I think this says something about me as well, but like the way I see Mary kasi is like, oh, I can't explain it without using visuals, okay, guys? But, like, I view mar- the married option as, like, pink and, like, wholesome, like, pastel colors, like, baby blue and uh, pastel yellow and, like, flowers and butterflies and sweet cupcakes and chocolate and a garden. Get Do you, do you get me? Like, it's very wholesome, light. And then when you go to fuck, it's like black and red. And like, I think of fishnet tights and I think of like, I don't know, edgy, like sheesh. Okay, lady, like relax. Like God, um, I think that those people do not care about what other people think about them and they live their lives however they want to. If they are the fuck option, they're more of like the, yeah, like, I'm a boss bitch type of person. Um, but at the same time, I think that the people who choose to be fuck, I've had this, this is a really interesting answer, honestly, from a person that I did ask. She answered me, she wanted to be chosen as married because everyone already chooses her as fuck. She was like, I want people to know it, like that I can settle down as well. And then there was this other person who was very, very wholesome nga who said i want to choose mary i want to choose fuck and i was like 
whoa, what? Like, I think it also goes to show kasi what your aspiration is for yourself. Like, what do you want to be perceived as? Or what are you tired of being perceived as? Gets ba? Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm like psychologizing or something. Like, I'm not really, I'm really not trying to do that right now, guys. I really just, this is just how I judge people. Or not judge, but like, how I get their vibe. There's this really sweet girl, I swear. Like, she's like the, she's like an epitome of a teddy bear and a warm hug. And she said, I want to be fucked. I was like, God, okay, relax. My gosh, that was crazy for me. But again, these are the people who are tired of being viewed as just one thing. I think when you pick an answer that is not really, um, aligned with your character i think that you're tired of being perceived that way all the time and for me that kind of sh- makes me more interested in you because it's like oh i didn't expect that tell me more you know so moral of the story is guys if i ever ask you that question that icebreaker you better like wow me what i'm just kidding i'm just kidding but yeah some food for thought that's not even I don't know. I don't even know what this podcast is about, but we're just going to keep going, whatever. Okay, now honestly, I want to tell you guys about my week because it's been pretty crazy. Like, not crazy in the sense that it was really, really hectic, but like rather in the sense that it was absolutely not hectic at all and i have this huge 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 fear that my group mates from my classes are judging me or like what the hell she's like slacking off in her classes and she's she has time to create um podcast episodes podcast content or like content in general i get so so insecure about that like i think I am so afraid of being perceived as a slacker. Um, I don't know if you guys, I don't know if a lot of people know this about me, but okay. How am I going to explain this? Recently, kasi, I've gained a new best friend. Um, and it's David. Weirdly enough, yeah, he was featured on this podcast, but he was not my best friend at the time. Like, we valued each other enough to be best friends, but like, we were we never really called each other that because it was like I felt I felt shy to say it. He felt shy to say it. But recently we said we finally like DTR. If you don't know what that is, it's we defined the relationship and we finally said, Nah, hey dude, like you're actually important to me and you actually mean something to me. I think you're one of my best friends. And we were like, Whoa, what? Um anyway. So with that, parang I've been I guess reflecting more on what I seem or what people or what a new friend would um see me as and what would they like eventually learn the like eventually discover about me because like right obviously I have different sides to me as I said a while ago I have like my super hardworking academic side or like I have my work side telegram and I have my I have a lot of things going on with me, but I, I think I, w- I would like to say I'm a very complex person. Wow, I'm so interesting, man. But like, I think that 
for example, if an, a block mate of mine or a classmate of mine or a group mate of mine were to have listened to this podcast, they'd be like, whoa, she's pretty deep pala. Or if you're like a listener of this podcast and you've never been my classmate, or yeah, you've never been my classmate, you've never sat with me in class or anything, and you suddenly do sit me- with me in class or you suddenly do become my classmate, you'd be like, oh my God, she's like Bibo pala or something. like. I'm not saying I'm Bibo, but like, oh, she cares about her grades pala. And then like, for example, my org mates, they'd be shocked as well because they're like, because I think in my org, I'm my truest self or like my the most authentic me I could be. But they could still be like, they would still find something new about me that they never saw before. And I always wondered, what is it that people are slowly discovering about me now? And like, I guess I've just been hyper aware of my, um, what's the word? Type A-ness, I guess. My, my uptightness, like my drive and my drive and my obsession like with subs- uh, with success i didn't realize this about myself until recently but i was like whoa like i think i'm addicted to success like i think i'm actually i think i'm actually i like actually have a problem like whoa i actually don't know how to slow down or calm down or rest at all and like it's really interesting to get to, to know myself as if I were my own friend or I were my own new friend. Um, when I'm able to like look at myself from an outsider's perspective, I don't know, it's just more interesting to me. That's when I know that's when I feel most introspective when I look outwards. If that makes any sense. Does that make any sense? I'm not sure. Whatever. Anyway, so that was like one of the highlights of last week. Um I was I've I've gained a new best friend and if you guys don't know this about me I don't throw that word around lightly cuz I'm scarred by like so many things so many people um I think I'll leave that to another episode though cuz it's a whole diff- it's like a whole it's a whole thing but essentially I never thought that I would find best friends again like yeah I do have Raf I do have Dom but like it's always so weird to me to gain a new best friend because I never thought that I could ever do that again. Like, I know, yeah, okay, fine. I have best friends already. Yeah, Trisha and Margaret have been there from the very start. But like, it's weird. It's weird to, to make new friends all the time. I'm not the, I'm not the type to make new friends because I'm more of the type of person who stays with, I, like when I find my group, I'm ve- I just stay very comfortable and I never move anymore because I have this crazy social anxiety. Like, I hate making friends. I hate n- meeting new people. I, like, complain about it all the time. But when I'm there itself, like, I, I tend to lose myself a lot in social situations. Um, It either goes really, really well or really, really bad where I don't, or I'm not able to, like, converse at all. And for some people, they think I'm bitchy because of it. They think like, oh my gosh, she doesn't like me because wouldn't she be nice to someone else? But why is she so quiet with me? Like some people think that I'm selective with the people I'm nice to. But 
a lot of the time it's really bis- it's really because I'm afraid to talk. Like I'm really really afraid to talk a lot of the time. Um and it takes a certain person, it takes a certain personality to get me to open up. Um I think a lot of people would think that I'm very outgoing and like, extroverted because I'm normally the one who approaches, but I'm only ever the one to approach when I feel like I have control over the situation. When I don't when I feel like I don't have control, I'm like, oh my god, bye. Like I'll just like shrink myself in a corner over there. Like, don't mind me at all. Like I'll I'll just wait till we leave. Ganon. Um and like for me, I guess my control, quote unquote, would be like if I'm older than them, see, this is, I think, why I'm really good with kids as well. Because I have the control over the situation. Like, they have to listen to me because I'm older than them. But when I'm with, like, really old people, I get scared because it's like, oh, you can't listen to me. And you, I can't control the situation because I'm not the eldest. Like, I have to give you ra- the the reins. And I, I have to be reactive. And I'm not very good at being reactive. I'm more of proactive so it's it's scary to me anyway i don't know where was that where that was going honestly bro my brain is really going everywhere and anywhere it wants to and i think this is what it's like to be my friend um i call a certain person every single night kasi and like i we recount our days whatever and um i think this is what it's like to call me every like at the end of the, the the day and like me catching you up on everything that happened but i'll catch you up on the whole week uh, i took notes on it because i really think that it was interesting or not interesting but i don't know but yeah david and i dtr that's the first thing that happened i think that was sunday and then honestly monday tuesday wednesday thursday vaguely were blurs like vaguely vaguely blurs because I didn't really do much. I, as I said a while ago, I had a very not hectic week because I, th- I think I timed my surgery perfectly. Or not timed it perfectly, but I think more of I was... I I worked hella, hella hard to not do anything during my recovery stage or my healing stage. Um, and just to be there for myself. Wow, lalim na bigla. Um, but yeah, I worked, I, I said like, I did a lot of advanced work so that when I was healing, when I was like chubby, bunnied up, when I was chipmunked up, I would just, all I have to do is just rest and it worked. I really did not do anything for the past four days. And I, that's why I get so here with my group mates because they're thinking like, oh my God, she didn't do anything for the past four days. But listen guys, there was nothing for me to do for the past four days. It's literally just now. That everything is piling up, but I'ma tell you that in a bit. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, for the past four days, it's been a blur of nothingness. I've been catching up with a lot of my friends, though. Like I've really taken this time to talk to people, to get to um, catch up with them, ask them how they're doing, everything like that. And it was so nice. And I feel like I've really made the most out of my time because I was just taking my time to do whatever I wanted. I think there was like an episode back like a, a few weeks ago where I was so lost in myself because all I was doing was focusing on my akads. But like really for me, kasi, what I really value is the, the quality time that I spend with people. 
And so this week, when I had more time to spend with other people, I really felt like I was living my life. Like, actually properly living the way I should be. Um, I don't know where I heard it, but like, honestly, I think it was from a, the podcast that I listened to literally while I was showering. But like, what are you working so hard for if not to live? You know, like to live life to the fullest, that's exactly what you're working so hard for. So why don't you take every opportunity to actually seize the day? I know it's like so, it's so cheesy and it is a cliche to say seize the day. What's what's the what's the saying? I don't know. It's in French, I guess. But like, yeah, you really do only live once. So why are you acting like, why are you acting like there's an, there's always going to be a billion tomorrows. There's not. Gets. It's like, you can't just say that you'll live tomorrow, you'll work today. I've always been that type of person kasi na, I always said, future Carlisle will thank me later. And okay, that works with work. It really, really does. Because I never, ever, ever cram. And like, Again, like I worked so hard last week so that this week I could relax. And future Carlisle did think past Carlisle, right? But at what cost, dude? Like, why did I why did I act like why did I act like I was entitled to a tomorrow? I wasn't. And I think that's just why you should make the most out of today. Because you're never guaranteed tomorrow. I'm telling you that is the biggest cliche ever. But there's it's a cliche for a reason. Like people say it a lot because it means a lot. It's something that you should be reminded every single freaking day. Because we it's so easy to get lost in what you're it, it it's easy to get lost in the stupid little things of life. It's easy to think that like Tomorrow will come and you'll have more time to be happy tomorrow. Why don't you just be happy now? Why are you wasting your time? I think it's genuinely genuinely a waste of time to not be happy now or to do something that is beneficial to you now. Like, yeah, okay, fine. I think it's stupid and irresponsible to always think about who you are now instead of the future. But like, shouldn't we be more present? Like, isn't that the whole point of self-help and reflecting and yoga, meditation, blah, 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 is to really bring yourself back to where you are right now at this very moment and see that life is really, really nice how it is. Or if you're privileged enough, which was my episode last week. But like, life is really not as bad as you think. And it's only bad because you keep looking forward to the unknown or looking backward to what you can't change anymore. Like, the only thing you actually have control over is the right now. And okay, maybe it's bad because it's like, yeah, instant gratification or whatever. Like, sometimes you really do have to be more patient, whatever. But like, what if you did die tomorrow? I have this relative right now who's really close to me and he's, like, not doing very well, sick. And I was like, oh my gosh, at least he he can look back 
and say that he's been able to at least be happy for a good amount of his life. Or at least I hope so. So for me, before I get sick and before I like can't be can't make myself happy anymore, maybe I should try to actively search for happiness a little bit more. Right? Right. Anyway, where was that going? Yeah, I was catching up with a lot of my friends as of recently. Um Honestly, I've been having like three hour plus calls with my friends. And maybe that's not a lot for some people, but maybe it's a lot for other people. But like for me, that's a lot. I don't really talk to a lot of people a lot of the time. Like it looks like I talk to so many people, but really I never call with people because I get my social battery drains like a bitch. But yeah, this week I've been putting the extra effort into calling more people, catching up with them. And last Friday, because that's when my whole suddenly, like, all the weight of the world, like, like went da- dawned on my shoulders, and now I'm so stressed out. But, like, my... Honestly, it's been a really good few days, even with all the stress again. Um, and I think it's because I'm ha- trying to handle the stress better or I'm trying trying to live my life more mindfully or whatever. Or more presently. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, so Friday, my really, really amazing, great, super close friend, Digo, um, surprised me. And I don't really talk about Digo that much. I think he's a new name, new character for you guys. Um, but... He was basically someone that I mentored last year that I got really, really close to and eventually became one of my greatest friends, like closest, one of my closest, closest, closest friends, one of the people that I really hold dearly to my heart. Um, And he surprised me. It was the very first time that I saw him ever in my life, in our friendship. We've been friends for a whole year already. And I I cry. I almost cry. Like I teared up because I was like, no way. Like, did you actually take the time to really see me right now? Like, it was such an amazing feeling, and it made my heart feel so 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 filled because I've been feeling so alone. Like, yeah, I've been spending so much time with my friends this past week, but that's because last week or the week before that. I was really going through the motions now. I have no friends. I wasn't really loved, blah, blah, blah. So, like, this week where I am sur- where I actively surround myself with the love or, like, put myself in situations where there is a lot of love, I was so much happier. And, like, this guy who put the added effort to come all the way to see me, you like, to shower, to dress up, to look cute, to see me, yeah, but it meant it meant so much to me. So yeah, I love that surprise. And Digo, if you're listening, thank you so much for surprising me because it's not every day that you get to see, I don't know, it's not every day that you get to see the ones you love anymore. Especially in this pandemic, it sucks. Like in on-site school before, you really took, I I thought, I really took advantage. Huh? Right? Was that, is that, no, I didn't take advantage of the fact that my best friends were just literally a seat away from me. But now I haven't seen them in a year and it's like, oh, sucks. Anyway, so thank you, Digo, for coming to see me for the first time. And yeah, 
honestly made my made my whole week made everything so much better and it was already a really good week anyway moving on from that i had two seminars for the for the next two days so friday and saturday i had two three hour seminars each day and i was dead as hell i was like oh my god like this is not even happening right now i'm exhausted like the zoom fatigue is so real like the info overload that like, killed me and it's so ironic because i used to be the one to give these seminars like guys i used to be an officer last year and then i stepped down this year and i'm just attending the seminar as a normal person but i used to be the one who gave these seminars why am i so exhausted now it's just weird it's just really really weird but i was drained and then after that i had like meetings on meetings on meetings right after um I'm not gonna say anything yet, but like one of my meetings was for a presidential campaign candidate, and it was very nice. I'm very excited for it. Um, I can't like say what it is yet because we don't. It's it's still in the works. So yeah, it's but it's really exciting. And then I had a marketing meeting, and that was really heavy. So we have to do a lot for that. And then I have, I had a finance meeting, um, because I'm part of a core team. Um, I'm I I still don't know why I'm part of a court team. I feel so busy, and like you know how I love being busy. Like this is, and I told you guys like I'm trying to step, take a step back, look at myself from an outsider's perspective. I'm looking at myself. I'm like, God damn, like a bitch does not know how to rest. My God. Anyway, yeah. So we had a finance meeting, and then after that, I had a yoga date. With one of my other very, very, very close and special friends to me. His name's Rafa. Hi, Rafa, if you're listening. Um, yeah. Normally, we do it with Kitty as well. Kitty, if you're listening, hello as well. But, yeah, la- that that night, like, literally, okay, the finance meeting was, like, 8 to 9. And then, nine, it extended to 9.30. So, 9.30, I did yoga. And we were, like, we just stayed talking for, like, I don't know, like an hour and a half or something. And like, it was just so nice to open up to another one of my very special friends. Like, guys, that's when I know I'm making the most out of my time. When I'm able to like, I don't know, when I feel accomplished with the time I, like when I feel like the time is well spent. When I feel like I would not trade it for the world. This is one of those moments where I would not have traded it for the world. Even when I was so tired from the really long day, I was like, nah, it's okay. Like I would I would rather be here than just in my bed like asleep already. I would have rather I I I would gladly lose sleep over this. And I don't say that lightly. Like my sleep is everything to me, guys. So yeah. I loved that. And then I slept really, really late. Then the next day, I had another seminar, right? Another three-hour seminar. And I was so tired from it. But my sister invited me out on a date with her and her boyfriend. So, like, I couldn't say no. So, I, it's not the fact that, like, I couldn't... I could say no. But, like, why would you miss out on the opportunity to go outside and to enjoy yourself, right? So... Yeah, I went on a date with them, just like old times. Because before, before, pre-pandemic, I used to go out on like dates with my sister talaga. Like it was really our thing to bond. And we couldn't, 
we ha- obviously haven't done that in a while, but like it's the fact that she is in med school now that we really don't get to bond as much as we used to. So it meant a lot to me that we did make time to go out and have fun again. So again, would not have traded that for the world. Um, and we tried Mendocoro, and like this might be an unpopular opinion, but it's so salty, guys. Like it's so salty. I'm so sorry if like you if that's your favorite um restaurant or something. I know that it's supposed to be really good. Like there's a lot of hype around it, and I really love the broth, but like the meat was so salty. Parang, and the noodles were too thick for me. And maybe it was because I couldn't open my mouth that wide. Because um, I guess it wasn't conducive to uh, a wisdom tooth healing person, patient, whatever. But I don't know. I like the ones personally from Ramanagi more. Because the noodles are so thin and they're so it's so yummy. It's yummy, my God. I'm, I miss it so much. But ramen is my favorite kasi. So, like, I would not have missed anything to go on a ramen date with my sister. Like, the heck? Two of my favorite things in the world. I'm not saying my I don't love the other sibling, though. Hello, I love all of my siblings. But, like, that was a great date. I had a lot of fun with that. And then, after that pa, I had a... I, parang I had a breakdown kasi. Um... I started crying because I was like, oh my gosh, I don't feel happy. Why am I not happy? Like, I was getting so anxious when I was outside. And yeah, of course, I was having fun with my sister. But there was a moment where I was like, I felt like I was betraying someone because, or I was, I felt like I was betraying the friends that I've never met before. Because, right, I told you, with Digo, it was the first time I ever met him um, last Friday. And I still have so many friends that I have yet to meet in person. And when I went on this date with my sister and her boyfriend, they brought along another friend. And it's like I met a new friend that day. But at the same time, it made me so sad because it's like, oh my gosh, I'm making new friends that I'm seeing in person before I even meet my bestest friends online it made me feel like oh my gosh i'm betraying someone by doing this and i i I almost cried out of panic i don't know why i thought that way but like i felt so guilty um not to say though that i hate i i got i I, it's not that i hate our situation or anything like that i'm very grateful to have even met them in the first place but like for me it felt like a betrayal to me to live my life pretending like my best friends didn't ex- my online best friends didn't exist so yeah it was a weird moment like it was a weird breakdown that one um and i was kind of quiet for a moment um when i went out on my date with my sister so wank that was a wank and if you guys know anything about mental breakdowns you know they're freaking tiring. They're so freaking exhausting, guys. The hell? Like, you're running through your mind so much. You feel like you're actually running a marathon. Like, I get so exhausted after, after like, that mental, like, after mental breakdowns like that. um, Because you're just vigorously thinking. So, I don't know. But it picked up again because, right, I told you that I've been calling this person, like, every single night, like, recounting my day. I also told them about um 
the little breakdown that I had. And then parang we just kept laughing. Not because of the breakdown, what the hell, but more of like we just kept continuing the conversation until it was really, really nice and really light. And I really appreciated it. Wala lang. Like when you have dude, when you have those really good conversations that you don't even know how they started, but they're just so good that you just keep smiling all throughout. That's when you know like the person you're talking to is special. Like that connection that you have with that person is like something worth keeping around. Because someone who makes you someone you have such good conversations with and you don't even have to try those are rare especially for me because i have to be really mindful when i talk to people or at least for this um for this podcast of course i have to be mindful when i talk um and you have to be more intentional but like when you have unintentional amazing conversations grabe those are the types of people i like to keep around and those are the people who i become best friends with you know and yeah it was just one of those moments it was just one of those amazing like wow i hope i can remember this and keep it in my heart forever because i was genuinely so happy and after such a bad breakdown i didn't think i could smile within the same 24 hours but i did not even just smile but like laugh genuinely and happily so yeah it was really nice and now moving on to the last part of the week was obviously Sunday. So the day that I'm actually recording this, I'm just going to recount to you what happened like pretty quickly. So basically, I woke up like, I woke, I slept really late because that conversation was really, really good. Um, so I woke up at like 8-ish to 9-ish um, and I had to leave at 10. And it takes me like, what, 30 to 40 minutes to get ready. So like, I had to like, rush and i went to the dentist finally got the stitches removed but it feels weird guys like it feels like it just feels weird i can't explain it without being disgusting or graphic but it feels like wow i just said i'm not gonna explain but i'm gonna explain anyway it just feels like you don't have a tooth there anymore no what the hell of course but like you know when you were a kid and like you remove your tooth and then there's like a little like your your gum is a little looser on that area it felt it feels like that i hope that it doesn't disgust you guys but i like that feeling i really like that feeling i used to play with my and all the time Parang, I, it's weird i don't know but like I used to like really I, I used to like taking out my teeth like i <laughs> is that weird Parang, i get excited when a new tooth is wiggling because it's like oh my gosh like this is so fun to me you know when it's like on the brink of coming off it's like oh it's so fun to like twist around <laughs> i feel like i'm grossing people out what the heck is going on but this is really where my brain goes at this point in time my headache is like subsiding slight but like i just go there okay that's just where my mind goes i'm not deep all the time talaga, but like Oh, I hope I'm not the only one. I feel like a weirdo. Like, I feel like a weirdo, like, right now, enjoying my loose teeth. I don't have that anymore. I really hated the, the day when I didn't have, when I finished all of my milk teeth. I was like, oh my God. But I like it. Like, I like it a lot to, like, wiggle it out. Honestly, I also like the pain of it, too. When it's like, you're on the last route 
of the tooth and it's like oh shit it's almost coming off but it's hanging on i don't know why is this so graphic is this weird i'm so sorry you guys but it just feels like that it feels like the aftermath of that and it feels a little bit painful but like in a zing kind of way it's like ooh, you know it's so weird i'm so sorry let's move on okay so like yeah we ran errands me and my mom and my dad and like we went shopping as well and like not shopping like oh lot like clothes and shit like that more of just like watsons i was just having fun there like oh my god like it was my first time to go into a watsons again after a year and a half or a year and 10 months so like i was just overwhelmed like by all of the options like my mind my, my eyes were going everywhere like, I was like, whoa, I want everything. Like, I want to scoop up everything. Because, like, you know how online shopping is, like, yeah, you go there for something you want, talaga. like, you search it up. It's pretty straightforward. But when you're in a shop itself, it's like you, it, everything is displayed in front of you. And it's like, oh, my God, I don't know what I want anymore. It's like, I literally walked into Watson's forgetting why I was in Watson's. And I was like, I just want everything. And maybe that's just good marketing, good product placement. You know what I mean? But, like, it was so fun. It was so fun. I love going shopping. And even, it's just a stupid... What is it? Is it like a drugstore or something? I don't even know what Watson's is. But like... Like skincare and like... Convenience store. It's not a convenience store. What is it, guys? Cosmetic store? I don't think so either. Whatever. Basta. I love going to Watson's. It's one of my favorite places. And I find it so funny how a lot of people like to go to Watson's as well. Or like... I don't know. Like, they have those gift cards. Like, yo, if you get me a gift card for Watsons, I'll actually be excited about it. Like, I am I would be over the moon. Wow, Christmas gift ideas, I guess. What? No, but it's such a good gift. Like, oh my god, you read my mind. Like, Watsons did it. Like, Watson knew. Anyway, then I want to see my family, which is really, really nice. Because I saw cousins that I haven't seen in a few months. or And one of my cousins I haven't even seen since the start of the pandemic. Literally, I'm not kidding you. And maybe this was a little bit irresponsible of us at the time. But like when the pandemic started, literally when the lockdown was announced, I was in the house of my cousin. And we were we had a sleepover because we were like, yeah, there's no school, whatever. We'll just stay in the house of my cousin. Like, why not? We were being a little bit, like, careless at the time, Perrin. But, like, that was the last time I ever saw this cousin. And then, ever since then, I have not seen their face until that very moment when we visited the house. And I was like, whoa, what? Y'all look deaf. Anyway, it was really nice. Hi, at the Chixie, if you're listening to this also. Uh, she, she said she really likes my podcast and it meant a lot to me. A lot of people have been telling me that they've been enjoying me talking but then again this is a different type of content that i'm giving out right now we talked about loose teeth and i don't know if you guys are gonna like this but i am personally enjoying this talk right now anyway after that though oh my gosh again i'm telling you the day has been such a heavy day and so exhausting i really don't know how i have enough energy to even talk about this anymore and like yeah, I know that I should have made Sunday a day of rest, but it really wasn't. The day was really more of like, go, go, go. And like, that's why it sucks. I don't know how to rest. I don't know how to rest. Talaga. So I had a meeting while I was out. So I just brought my laptop and I was like looking for Wi-Fi everywhere. Um, and it was fine, man. But like, I was getting such a crazy... This is where my headache came from, guys. Because I was 
literally just staring at my screen. I was in the car already. Like on the way home, like we were driving home and I was in my in a G meet, like talking to people, making frameworks, doing a stakeholder analysis, blah blah blah. Can you imagine doing that in the car, actively participating in a meeting like that? It it was so hard. It was so hard for me and I was getting so frustrated. Then after that I had mass and then after that I had like a really good dinner with my siblings and my family, duh. And then I had like a super short um I don't know, like a playful moment with my little sister. And again, I'm telling you guys, quality time makes me feel like I'm not wasting time at all. So like even if I was just watching stupid well not stupid, but like watching K-pop videos with my sister. I was having so much fun and like yeah, I had a headache. Yeah, I have a lot of backlog, but you know what? Like, I don't want to spend my Sunday any other way if not with my sister dancing to these songs. And I don't care. I don't care if, well, I do care. Low key, my heart is aching a little bit because I'm not being that productive. But I need to realize and I need to accept that. I'm not always gonna... I shouldn't always be productive. Sometimes I just have to be alive and present. And it's so hard. It's so hard in the online setting to do that, especially in the semester setup because it's it, it's so heavy. There's so much being demanded of you that you don't know how to be in the present anymore. But I hope you guys do. Um... I don't know what I'm going to title this podcast. I hope this was an easy listen, though. I really, really hope it was because I I don't want it to always be so heavy, you know? Maybe it got a little bit real and deep again, but, like, that's really where my mind goes sometimes. Um, Anyway, I want to watch Frozen. (laughs) I'm going to watch Frozen tonight because, you know what? It's a freaking Sunday while I'm recording this. And I am entitled to that rest. It is the day of rest. It is the Sabbath day. What? I don't know. It's the Sabbath. So might as well. Do I say that weirdly? I don't know how to say it. Sabbath. (laughs) I don't know anymore. I'm so, so, so tired. And my brain is like literally going to implode. So I'm going to go. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow me on all my social media platforms. I am at the journey there on at thejourneythere.pod on Instagram and I am www.facebook.com slash thejourneythere.pod on Facebook Um, honestly I do want to get a TikTok very soon but at the same time I am a one man team and I don't I really don't want to handle so many things you know what I mean but I know that it's going to be good for the growth of this podcast as well but it's like uh, like I have to, uh, like so much on my plate but like you know that that point where it's like you want to grow and you know how to grow but you don't have enough energy to grow I think that's good a good enough reason to just not do it right now like yeah even if you have the opportunity to grow sometimes you have to take your Put yourself first, Perrin. Oh my god, I'm in Like, relax. Like, 
Carlyle, we don't need that right now. It's supposed to be an easy listen. My goodness. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you guys next week. Hopefully, next week will be less hectic and I will not be this sabog anymore. Um, be sure to hit me up if you have anything else you want me to talk about. Or if you do like the easier lessons let me know as well so i can add these more um to my podcast ideas i don't know uh yeah that's it bye guys